0: what's going on everyone frankie d here this podcast you're about to listen to is from my live internet radio show on the live 365 app so for anyone that wants to listen to the frankie d show live download the live 365 app to your phone or go to live 365.com and look up fdrs on there all right fdrs that's the name of my radio station so listen live jam out to some classic rock with me maybe even call in and that all takes place on fridays every friday from 3 to 5 p.m eastern all right sound good enjoy the podcast now hey everyone frankie d here welcome to the frankie d show What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. So I did tell everyone that I would be on uh, Saturday today. I said I'd be doing a specialty show. Unfortunately, I had some uh, health problems going on yesterday, so I couldn't do my normal Friday show. I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I'm here for my uh, Saturday show, and I have a guest with me today. So my guest with me... His name is Chris. He used to be my boss when I was a young intern at a radio station's Magic 98.3 and 1450 WCTC. So, Chris, can you say hi to everyone? Oh, wait. Say that again, Chris. I was a dumbass and didn't turn your fucking mic on.
1: Hey, that's all right. (laughs) Uh, It's all about first impressions right there. Uh, Hey, everyone. How we doing today? Chris Moore, Beasley Media. Uh, Looking forward to this, man.
0: Yeah, this is awesome. So, you know, Chris, this is a little uh, different than what you're used to because... I I shouldn't even say it's different than what you're used to. It's kind of like all your worlds combined together today.
1: I was going to say, this is very similar to everything I've ever done. You see everything is the same, just at different levels of the phase. Yes.
0: So it's like, it's sort of like a podcast, but we're live but it's not like a live podcast because most live podcasts are video. So we're in audio we're audio only like now, but you work in radio, so it's it's internet radio.
1: That's audio. Yeah, it's y- yeah. just audio.
0: So, you know, it's kind of like all your worlds uh combined right now. But uh, you know, I think this is the uh, most fun way to do it. I enjoy doing it this way and I hope uh, you enjoy doing it this way today cuz it's something brand new to you.
1: I love the experience, man. Any anything that I get to see when people instantly it's the passion that you have for it and that's what I love to see that's that's the most important part
0: yes all right so for everyone listening right now uh you know if you want to follow the Frankie D show it's at the Frankie D show on Instagram and Twitter and if you want to listen to the show live get the live 365 app and type in FDRS and every Friday I go live from uh, 3 to 5 p.m. and then there's these Saturdays where I'll do some uh, specialty shows. Chris, we, you can do plugs again at the end, but if you want to do any plugs for your social media, feel free.
1: Uh, see Seymour Evil on everything. It never works in audio, though, so I got to spell it out. It's uh, C-M-O-O-R-E-E-V-I-L. And uh, you can pretty much find me on just about everything because uh, one thing about having a name is I try to claim it before I even start a program. And one of those things where it's like, I will download apps that I will never use again <laughs> just so I can market in case that becomes the next big thing.
0: All right. So everyone, uh, go check Chris out. And we're just going to uh, hop to some music right now. We'll be back with some topics after. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. First up here on the Frankie D Show, we got Shoot to Thrill by AC/DC here on FDRS. All right, Chris, we're going to get into some interview questions now. Sound good? I love
1: it, man. Go for it.
0: All right. So I met you uh, through radio. When I was in college, I was applying to uh, radio stations for internships. And you were one of the only uh, stations that got back to me. You and... I think the sister station, DHA, and uh, okay. it, w- it was you that—well, uh, inter- w- you both interviewed me. It was you that ended up taking me. What was it about me? Like, were you just kind of taking anyone? Like, what was it—because DHA actually denied me, and I was like, it's for the same job. Like, what was it about me that— uh, Like, why did you take me?
1: I mean, I can't necessarily remember everyone that's come through the studio type of thing, to be fair. (laughs) So I don't know if I had a distinct thing necessarily taking it on. But it should be fair. There are many cases where I had to deny people, mostly out of just numbers and capabilities type of thing. But you had a passion for it. Um, And it was one of those things where I was just like, you know what? their amount of interns that would come in or uh, attempt to apply for an internship that had nothing to do with radio or even like communications business was something that would happen often. You got to remember a lot of people and a lot of colleges and jobs like opportunities, they want to see extracurricular kind of scenarios where it's just like, what are you doing outside of this? What are you doing outside of that? So we would have math students, engineers, and all these Uh other uh, fields that would come in and they'd be like, I want to be a part of this. And I'm like, well, why though like they 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 just wanted to fill the numbers and yeah. for me I'm like look that means that anything that we have going on you're not going to have a love for it you're not going to have an interest for it mm-hmm. and you're going to do probably just the bare minimum yeah and I don't like those bare minimum types so whatever it was that I can't necessarily directly remember I'm yeah. going to say it was probably passion that you came in with and that I knew you would want to be a part of this outside of hey man we're not paying you like you know yeah. that, that's the big thing like all right your interest here is already not being paid so yeah. that's that's already clears a lot of the field of non interested people let's yeah. be honest uh and that was around the time period i i think new york probably only I, and i can't remember necessarily dates and everything like that but new york i want to say it was only like 2016 2017 the new york state they are required to pay internships regardless of what type of business it is. Gotcha. So like that is an option where in Jersey, it's still free as far as I'm aware. Um, but certainly something where it's just like, I don't agree that it should be completely free student debt, all those other things. Yeah, but yeah. like for you, it's like uh, in those type of scenarios, if, if you want to do it, I do photography for free because I want to do it. And yeah. so that passion is always going to be the leading factor of bringing in any intern.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, I, I have realized, because I've had, I had actually, I had a few uh, media internships, and with both of them, one was paid, uh, the one with you was not paid, mm-hmm. and with both of them, I will say most people did not seem interested in radio, I, with some of the people that uh, were fellow interns of mine when, you know, for this station, uh, I interned out with you, or not intern uh, with you, but for you, Um you know, some of them were marketing. And I know it was like a marketing and promotions internship. But some of them really, like, they did not have the interest in radio at all. Now, I guess since yours was like a, a marketing and promotions internship, y- you can make the argument there. My other one, though, was like for actual an actual radio show. Now, I was the only intern for the radio show. The, the media, the broadcasting company mm-hmm. only took like one intern per show. But I remember talking to people. I was like... Oh, so do you want to be like a radio host? Do you want to be a producer or something like that? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think I really want to work in radio. I'm like, well, why the fuck are you here then? (laughs) You know, it's like. You know, you're taking a spot that someone else could, you know, and that drove me nuts because, like, I had tried to get, like, this internship with, like, this big company for years, and I'm like, I bet you so many people were like this, and these people are getting opportunities where, like you said, I do have the passion for this.
1: And it's and it's hard to find those uh, kids just as well. I mean, if, if there is a certain point where I have a demand where it's just like, okay, I need at least a couple people. Yeah. And, like, certainly depending on what time of the year you're applying for an internship, uh-huh. like, I get... I I used to get like, you know, maybe like 30 or 40 people applying during the summer when they had nothing going on. Um, So that was an easier kind of crowd where I'm like, okay, now I can weed out anyone that it's like, look, you're not interested. But the fall and the spring semesters, you're in school. So A, you've got to be going to a school that's near the location of the studio you may want to work out. If you're going from out of state, you're not familiar with these stations. You're not familiar with who to connect with anyway, type of thing. So it's sometimes it's hard for the student to find where they want to go necessarily, but just as well for me it's like look I need at least like two or three people to help out around the station yeah. I need to take on whoever so it's like in most cases while it might be like some sort of marketing communications field I mean you're, you're talking about journalism which isn't technically radio you're talking yeah. about TV people who isn't technically radio like there were all these different aspects and avenues in the communications and uh, marketing field yeah. and I tried to cater everything a little towards each student as well for instance if you were a journalism major what I was going to do and writing uh, uh, for what you had to do. I would ask you to be like, put this together like you were a journalist, like write up a piece for it. And then also practice with video. Like, let's see if you were like a news reporter, how would you actually display this? What type of programs are you using to actually uh, uh, read off like a a telepromp type of thing? Like learn those actual skills because that was the other point. Uh, And I, I don't know if you felt an advantage to working with me over working with DHA type of thing, but I go through that program in an investment of you're investing your time with me. I want to invest an education into you guys as well. So I tried to take whatever time I had to apply those things to you to see what you wanted to go into because yes, it's a radio internship, but in my mind, and this is just how I've always been is it's media in general. I I have worked in print media. I have worked in radio. I have worked in TV. I've worked in podcasting type of thing. I've worked in these fields and they're all very similar, For but sure. very different. It's just a matter of what buttons did you turn on and what buttons have you turned off type of thing. And yeah. now with digital media type of thing, those are all things that all can apply to any one of these. And the businesses that have failed in these industries, I think is you don't know how to uh, reach outside of your own realm. Yeah. And that's on them. Like that's th- Those are the type of scenarios where it's just like news media isn't dead uh, because people don't want news, people yeah. nowadays are like, I don't know where to get news in most cases, other than the limited few places that did shift, and yeah. then unfortunately those are shifting. You know, they, they get like whatever the case may be. It's very niche down, and that becomes the problem where it's just like, well, I'm not interested in a 24 hour bowling network type of thing, yeah. like you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, there will be different other cases where. This stuff kind of uh, comes back around and it's just like, look, you're going to uh, incorporate all the features because TV still used uh, radio waves to transmit when they first came out type yep. of thing. Like all these type of things are still using different things. And now everyone can just get rid of cable altogether. Sure. Everything can be wireless. Everything can be satellite. And so there's going to be a yeah. whole network a system of that type of thing. So it's like none of those things necessarily went away. They just changed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how familiar we are with Central Jersey driving around for me, I've come across at least three different townships that run their own uh, carrier pigeon program. And if carrier pigeon is still a media format that exists in the world... They're all going to exist. So that's what is always something that I tried to do with you guys, try to uh, to encompass every little thing like, hey, you're going to learn a little bit about about radio, a little bit about TV, how to hold a camera, how to uh, wrap up a wire. These are the daily uh, minute things that you kind of got to do, which is kind of annoying in any job. You're going to have the minutia of just daily task, but here's some fun with it type of, well, go out to a uh, bar event, go out to a, you know, whatever spring event's going on type of thing and have some fun with it. And also, yeah, we got a job to do, just kind of help us out with that type of stuff. So I hope that helped out with you. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. I enjoyed, honestly, uh, doing it. You definitely, you know, talk about passion. You definitely seem more passionate about your job than, uh, I don't even remember, the guy interviewed with that DHA. You know, like, it did seem like his was more of a, I don't even know if they had an office day there. He didn't mention one to me.
1: That was another thing. Yeah. So, obviously, coming recently back into the fold with uh, Beasley, um, I've been a, out for like five, six years type of scenario. I left uh, probably four or five months right before the pandemic hit. So, yeah. I lucked out in that regard because it's like I was out of it uh, during a time period where it's like all of the things were changing at that point. Yeah. So, no matter where you end up, you end up in that situation. But, uh, coming back into it, uh, you know, a lot of people are gone that I knew type of thing. And then the people that are still there or are not to the same capacity or, or are taking on so many hats at this point that yeah. I'm like, this doesn't seem very smooth and efficient to run, but they don't even have, so their internship program now, uh, they still do an office time type of thing, but they don't have a idea, like a plan of what they want you to do. And so yeah. that's the thing, like, again, like, When you guys are putting in that time, Mm -hmm. like I had a whole syllabus for you You guys. So like, it's like, okay, you're going to be here for 15 weeks. Let's have 15 projects to work on type of thing. Yeah, I tried to make them available for you guys to be like, okay, this would be something that in theory you could get started or mostly complete within a day. But trust me, I wasn't sitting there trying to measure you off of, did you complete this task? Yeah, It was for your own practice. Maybe some people could finish something in like 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, wow, like, you know. If I said, like, make a list of places that we should host events, to some degree, you can do that in ChatGPT and get it back in 15 seconds. So, like, those type of avenues, I never tried to limit on anyone. And it's like, oh, if you've got more, what else can you do in it? There was never, in my mind, an end result of those projects that were going to overly lead to much. Like, it, it can be great idea but we're just in the small uh, the start of a great idea. Great ideas happen all the time. The action that it takes to actually uh, create those actions, um, to make those plans actually come to fruition, yeah. that's when the hard stuff starts. And so the internship was just there for the ideas, get your mind going, think outside the box a little bit, think outside your own experiences and see what it would take for some places to go. Because it was always funny working with you guys. I, uh, I remember one of the uh, interns, she had put together uh, – so I was like, uh, oh, put it, what type of demographic do you think would work for this type of thing? And so she was, like, putting together whole demographics. And her demographics on ages were listed as young <laughs> – uh, uh, young, uh, young adult and then old. And, and I was like, what is your, what is your metric for old? And she was like, you know, over 23. And I'm like, if you think over, if t- over 23 is old, that's a lot of lifespan yeah. that people are technically old, quote unquote.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, we definitely had some uh, interesting people. I, I wonder if that was a semester I, uh, intern, cause I feel like I almost remember that.
1: There was always, yeah. So there was always... I, I, I joke with my friends, obviously. i still in touch with a lot of the radio people. Yeah. Um, and we joke about different interns that come through. And sometimes it's like, okay if an intern didn't bother me that was probably the best type of internship like that's the same sa- thing I might say about my girlfriends just as well <laughs> if they don't bother me then it's probably pretty good yeah. uh, but like I remember this one guy he was he was very good with everything very on point a, l- a little stiff for my uh, personal kind of lifestyle but that's going to be people you know yeah. I'm not going to hold him that has nothing to do with the education that we we're trying to provide for him but he comes over and if you're familiar with binder clips yeah. and you're like you know they're just like you know it's pretty much a triangle and then you have to flap the little pieces to actually create like a leverage point and you open it up yeah. and he brings it over and he's like, so is there some secret to these things? And I'm like, I didn't understand what he meant. Like, what's, what do you mean a secret and what he was doing? And, if you're tra- and I wish I had one in front of me to visually show you type of thing, but if, if you can imagine right now, so imagine opening those binder clip wings and instead of pushing them all the way to the side, just kind of get them halfway between like closed and open. Uh-huh. And what he was doing was he would actually stick his finger into the little uh, tabs on the top okay. and p- physically pull the tension apart. He was not <laughs> using leverage. So he would have to leave the paper on the table, slide it off the edge, pull the thing open, Push it over the paper and then release. He didn't understand that there's just a f- leverage thing where you just go, yeah, man. No, it's like this. <laughs> you just squeeze your fingers to get. He was baffled by that, and it was just like, <laughs> I was just like, man, you made it all this time. And, and and again, it's just an office thing, like a minor thing. But you're in college, and this yeah, is the I, but not like it's just a non-experience type of thing. I, I would say the only one that I actually went there. One of my first ones was, uh, a student, he, 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 had to take the vehicles out. Uh, so we had the company vehicles and he, um, he was like, oh, I've got to go in the meeting. Here's the things that you got to drop off. Just take the van, drive over, drop it off, and uh-huh. come back type of thing. Not, not a big deal type of thing. So I get a knock on the door during the meeting, and it was him. And he was like, hey, there's something wrong with the vehicle. You're familiar with the vehicles. There's always yeah. something wrong with it. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, what is it this time? Like, I don't know what it is. And he's just saying it's broken. And I'm like, well, that's a pretty standard thing. But what is broken? A tire, an engine, where are we going with this type of thing? Uh, but I, it's like, I don't know why I didn't just suggest, like, just take another van or something like that. But in any case, the reason he thought it was broken was because when he got in, started the car, so it started, so I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we're doing pretty good here. No dead battery, none of those types yeah. of aspects. Uh, he looks on the dash, and the dash says in bright red letters, "Break." So it's broken. <laughs> but... That's not spelled the same because yeah. your brakes, when they're on, is B R A K E S. Yeah. If it's broken, it would be B R A E K. And so that was one where I'm like, okay, that's a college degree that is failing us because he's not understanding the difference between the spellings of words. Yeah. That's an English failure type of scenario. Yeah, So
0: something you can learn to spell in first grade.
1: Yeah, that those are the ones where I'm like, these are fun stories to tell years later. And I'm sure, you know, again, it's, it might be early. I make common mistakes, you know, but it's like when it happens and you see that visual and you're like a you know, part of that, it's like these are the stories that people are going to talk about you probably a decade out.
0: <laughs> that's true. Now, uh, you know, I did a—I don't know if you remember this. I worked a ton of events for—you actually would have crossed my name off at some events because I was working so many events.
1: You would pick up a lot. Yes, I do Uh, remember that.
0: I was picking up—like, I really was trying to, like, prove myself. Yeah. I wanted to work in radio. You know, I did like the—you know, we were talking about the office days. I did like the office days. I liked the events. Uh, One thing I liked that you did uh, was, since I wanted to work in radio, you had, like, a week where— or a day where we would uh shadow a radio host. Yep. So I actually did it twice cuz since I'm more interested in like I guess talk, you know talk radio, I uh shadowed the talk radio host on the AM side. And let me tell you, I know he's not there anymore. Thank God that guy's not there anymore. He <laughs> sucked so <laughs> fucking much at radio. I, it was like uh, why did th- that company for so long have that guy?
1: Well, that's another thing, too. So you got to remember, at the end of the day, radio is still a business. And to be fair, it is just like any other business. It can be failing. It can be doing good. And they are a company that uh well they're an industry as a whole because even even if you recently saw odyssey's uh, uh just uh, filed for bankruptcy yes, I did. but yeah. we have staff members who are a part of odyssey as well and they're picking up extra hours and i'm like how do you pick up extra hours on a company that's literally just declared bankruptcy how do you as an individual get paid during these hours yeah. type of thing so in any of these industries i don't think there's a single uh, radio network that, uh, well, there are probably not many uh, networks as a whole, no matter what the media format is, unless yeah. it's on an up and coming like startup, uh, that actually would pay what I think people are worth in general and be. The amount of things that, and this falls back to the passion part, and I think a lot of the, it's this hold true, uh, no matter what type of failing business it might be or just failing model or industry type of thing, is yeah. you still have people that are going to have a passion for it. So you are going to do things pro bono. You did your internship pro bono kind of scenario. Yeah. you are You want to be in that industry. So if that industry says, hey, I can't pay you, but I'm going to give you a free radio show, That for you might be the thing that well you know all right it doesn't pay but hey if I only have to work like you know from six to nine a.m. I could still have a nine to five job that pays. So was he not getting paid? No, he was, but I I, I it's just but again (laughs) he was he was there for so long type of scenario. He had a passion for it. What I'm saying is he probably he took like probably a pay cut to stay with that. I mean they could have just as easily said we don't want. Uh, this station, the run anymore type of scenario. So that could have been the outcome. So if you're left with, well, I'm not going to have any job or I'm going to have a job that doesn't pay as much, depending on where you are financially in the world, you're going to have to accept one or have to accept the other type of scenario. So a lot of that stuff happens where... It kind of is, it's not the best man stepping forward. It's the last man standing kind of mentality.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. And, I can see and that. so
1: when it's the last man standing, it's who stuck it out the longest, who was able to hang around and, hey, congratulations. Because we've underpaid you so much, you get the gig. Yeah. That's the way. And to be fair, that is a lot of different things. When we talk about, like, hey, we need to build the road for the government, uh, that is exactly how they go out. They go out, they find construction companies to go, okay, you can all bid but it's a bid to the lowest cost for the government. Yeah. And so you're not getting the top quality road material. You're just getting whatever they're able to do. And this is not a good way to run probably anything, but this is how we run things.
0: Yeah. Well, I I mean, it's uh, disappointing because I know the, um, the station now they're Fox sports Mm -hmm. and there's so much, there was so much potential be with that station because it really is, a, it was a staple of New Jersey. It's, it's like upsetting. And, I, you know, I really do think if they actually brought someone younger in, whether someone like me, someone with the passion like me, and someone with the digital innovative ideas that could work with Terrestrial Radio, I think that station could still be going. Honestly, and I think he'd be doing a lot better. Instead, they took that schmuck. And, you know, I, he w- he was so boring. He had no personality. It, it was like, it, it would piss me off actually having to hear him talk. And, he, you know, having to shadow him. I, I remember I went to you that day and I was like, can, can I shadow the uh, music jocks tomorrow? And you were like, yeah, yeah, go for it. You know, because I, I was like, that was such a disappointment shadowing this guy.
1: Yeah, and if you're not able to learn anything from it, and that's, I guess, the hardest part about, like, if you are running a talk show, the show is going to be mostly talking but not to you as an individual it's not a learning experience you're more observing in that regard it's like that is the heavy part of the shadow because it's like he probably doesn't have the time to show you anything because he's got a whole show to run type of scenario where with music just like you like having a couple breaks in between you can sit there and go okay we just did that now we've got eight minutes what yeah. questions do you have? And they can kind of come back and forth with you. And I hope they did that with you. but In, in the
0: uh, talk one, they, they did not. Oh, okay. In the All talk right. one, they did not. <laughs> and, and, like, and I think I w- was even uh, more disappointed in them, actually, because I had interned at a SiriusXM okay. after for the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show, which was like the successor of Opie and Anthony. Yep. J- Jim worked know. with ONA and stuff. And I, I got a... You know, a ton of experience, and that was a talk. That's full talk show. Yep. So you know, I was like, I, you know, I had this, I had a shadow, this no talent hack, that you know, I learned nothing from. That, I, frankly, I he kind of ruined the station. It's not Fox Sports anymore. I mean, well, it's, it's now, yet, it's I mean. now, it's Fox Sports. He was the like, re- no, I shouldn't say the reason. He had to be one of the reasons. That the station failed because he was like the last uh, morning host. That
1: there. station was going downhill well before him. It was already on the downward spiral type of scenario. So I'll yeah. give you a little more uh, backdrop. And again, not, not trying to talk ill of the d- deceased at this point because uh, the guy who was former him uh, passed away not too long ago. It, but uh, Jack Ellery. Jack Ellery. Yeah. Yes. He, he, uh, see,
0: but like even he, I never really listened to him. He had a name in New Jersey
1: he had a name he
0: had a name in new jersey <laughs> but he,
1: that it came from the years when it could be praise and a lot of fun type of thing and uh. then by the end i mean when he when i was working with him and i started at magic back all the way back in 2009 yeah. uh jack ellery his morning show was him reading a newspaper so much show that you would hear the paper folding and he'd, and it, it, his bike breaks were basically all right well let's uh let's look at what's in the news today type gotcha. of. and you're folding over papers and i'm like all you're doing is you, you've created Audible, is what you've done. First off, you've just you're just recreating you're just creating an audio file yeah. of uh, a newspaper. Which, to be fair, if you read the New York Times, they did that on Audible. You could just get for free. You could download Audible and get the New York Times every day. Yeah, with at least the newspaper turning part removed. Like, yeah. at least remove that audio. It doesn't yeah. work in a live format necessarily. And so, like, it was one of those things where you're just reading to me the newspaper, the local yeah. newspaper, uh, and you're not, like, making that news more compelling. He would obviously uh, input your own opinion, which is going to happen uh, regardless, but yeah. you're not reading the full article straight out. You're going to read, like, the headline and then maybe, like, one or two paragraphs, and then he would kind of go into it. Gotcha. So it's like, all right, it sounds like uh, people should just get a, a newspaper subscription because then they could hear the full story story of what they're talking about, type of thing. Like it, it becomes one of those formats yep. where because of the way of him doing that, it's not it's not a terrible idea to obviously have people getting news for you, but someone at least ahead of time. Like and again, with you you work in podcasting uh with uh, Norton Um, It's one of those scenarios where it's just like, they're going to have a plan of attack for that day. Some topics to talk about. That's what Ellery could have done. He could have said, okay, cut out these articles. I I read the newspaper at 2 AM. This is all the stuff that we want to talk about in the morning show type of thing. I don't need you to bring the full newspaper and then decide to open it up to put the show together. You're already turned on the mic and then decide, let's come up with a plan for the show. It's too late. That's just poor planning. Yeah. And that's lazy. And, and, and exactly that. And that's what it was. it's just like you can be high on things and then fall from grace i mean you know i I don't know how many people necessarily even know howard stern the same way that we probably knew howard stern growing up type of thing because when he switched over to like digital radio right so sirius and xm um that was one of those things where that was the second part of an issue that happened to him because initially his issue was that he switched over to tv and so yeah. when you add that video component, you said like uh, uh, as we were talking off air type of thing. Like sometimes that video component is hard to play into an audio component, for sure, and vice versa because either a you're doing something live that everyone visually can see, so you don't need to explain it. Yeah, which just sounds like nothing when you're not explaining it to the audio people and vice versa. You could be overly explaining something and people watching the medium, if you are explaining it perfectly, you just sound kind of stupid because you're just sitting there, okay, now the uh, thing's turning blue or oh, now it's like three of them or four of them. We can do basic math. I can count. I can visually see what's in front of me. So both formats don't necessarily work the same way at the same time to 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 that degree. But the Howard Stern show was making so much money from the visual stuff because of the guests and how they were showing that show yeah. at that time. When I switched over to Sirius XM, uh, XM and Sirius type of thing, that became a whole nother factor where it's just like, okay, now it was behind a paywall. So now for yeah. me to even hear him, I have to pay something that I used to get for free. That was a difficulty and paywalls was something that newspapers went down the same way too. Yeah. If you wanted to get on the Enquirer type of thing, you had to pay to read their news articles. So people just stopped paying. Yeah, I, I'm not going to pay for something I used to get for, for, and so it's it's a very interesting real uh, real world experience where you see those type of visuals um, because just as well. We we play for so many different streaming things right now, like you know Netflix, uh-huh. all Hulu, all those type of things, and it's just like people are getting tired of that. We see that in now time where it's like, okay, we're getting tired. I can't afford having eight or nine. Did we just recreate cable? Like that was the pre- problem. We were paying for so many different channels, so we were like, oh, why are we paying a hundred dollars a month when I can pay twelve ninety nine? Yeah, and now we're paying six six twelve ninety nines, and you're going, wait, I think I'm back up to a hundred dollars a month again, and so. A lot of these things, like it's hard to say that anything would work or doesn't work uh, to some degree because we won't know until we're able to look at it 20 years from now type of thing. But it's very interesting to see how this has all changed. And one of those things where it's like for CTC, it was – the the hard part was it never wanted to work in the green uh, in the uh, in the black. It always wanted to work in the red kind of scenario uh, for tax purposes to some degree. Interesting. Uh, that was actually I didn't know that. that's actually the plan. Like that, as as much as you're saying that was a failure, it's like no, that was the feature. The feature was the failing and lack of money coming in from it because the building was owned by CTC. And if you're familiar with any business and paying your taxes type of thing, if you own a business and it fails, the government will support you to some level and give you money back. So if you're failing on one end and all, cause all the paperwork looks like it's under CTC, but then you have the mega money maker that also just happens to use the same space and happens to make money and all that stuff. That's now money that you can have tax free because the other half of it is paying for it. So as much as you're saying like, oh, that's a failure, that was the feature. That's, that's what they wanted. <laughs> I guess, I, I don't know. I guess that's a, like unfortunate. It'd, it'd be
0: nice to see, uh, you know, radio and, you know, stations kind of live up to a potential. Cause I still do think radio if uh program directors and, you know, and station owners and stuff, um, really took it uh, and wanted to make it bigger? I think they could, but, you know, between the program directors, the FCC, everything, it feels like radio is, you know, it's you can't get anywhere in it. So let me ask you, because you're working in radio again. It, would you even say, because you know me, I've wanted to work in radio mm-hmm. since, you know, for, since I was in high school. My high school had a radio station. I, is it even worth it for me anymore? Like
1: As a moneymaker?
0: Or as me, a passion? As just me trying to get a job. Because let me tell you, Chris, since... I've uh, interned with you since I've interned with Sirius. Mm. I have tried all over the country uh, sending applications out for on-air jobs. Ones that, you know, I feel their small market station, wh- whatever. I just send, I've i sent a ton out. Never, I, I think, over the years for a hosting job, I've had one or two interviews. Besides that, it's like, I, I don't know exactly what they're going for. It feels like they... They don't really care anymore. It seems like they are just kind of like, all right, someone's already in the building. We'll take them, uh, you know, so like, is it even worth it? FM radio? Is it even worth trying to pursue anymore, even as a passion?
1: And and that's the hard part because I, I want to say, yeah, always follow a passion type of thing because you're going to get a lot more from it. Even if you have rough times going through it, it can still be such an experience where what else were you doing with your time? If you all you were doing was doing a job that paid you money, but like you'd never got to experience anything yeah. fun. I can't say that that's going to be a great life term, long term goal for yourself. Like- if you, if you retire and then have a heart attack, did you have fun before you retired? Like at the job you had, like, you know, those things are all compatible scenarios where it's just like, you've got to decide that stuff on yourself. So I never try to tell people one way or the other. I can say though, that you're already doing 90% of what radio is. For sure. And so like, (laughs) here's the way I would look at it. Like, okay, so we have toilet systems now where it carries your shit out of your house on a regular basis, but we used to have outhouses. So someone else had to carry your shit. So let's compare that to radio where it's just It's like you can either go into the medium where people are still picking up shit and carrying it out to the world, or maybe you should be in the medium of toilets where, hey, I created a whole new system of how this should be done that doesn't involve me physically holding shit. And maybe that's the way to look at it type of thing. I think a lot of times where when I tell people, when people are passionate about getting into radio, the podcast world is obviously huge. It's definitely something that may have some uh, parameters as far as getting uh, involved with, as far as like an upfront cost type of thing, but it's not to the same level as radio, like to build a tower or just as well. If you really do have that passion for radio, have you built a ham radio before? These are things that you can do uh, right now type of thing where it's just like, okay, I'm going to take the time to build, Build radio. What does that take type of thing? And so like, it depends on what everyone's passion is and how passionate they are about it. Uh, You know, you're going to be in that level where it's like, you can go into radio, I'm back in it technically under sales. So I'm doing marketing and sales. So I go into every business, I still have a passion for wanting to make their business known. That's my marketing level. That's my me as a person. I always want to create that business, uh, give them new business type of thing. I have a passion for that. The hardest part for me is being like okay now give me money because I brought you money. And it oh. shouldn't be hard but like that's that's what I've got to do now. Where it used to be as a marketing person like a 100% marketing person someone else already gotten the money from them. So now yeah. all I had to do is make sure that I lived up to that money that they were giving me. And that's a lot easier for me as an individual. Yeah. So it's like for for a radio type of stuff we don't we most of our radio jocks and most of this is when i say most it's most in the industry type of thing they don't even do the radio show out of a out of a radio station anymore it's being done remotely yeah so like the whole building part you don't need. So you're already just doing podcasting in a closet, in a homeroom, whatever the case may be. And that's something that like, if you're already doing that, now you just want to be like, okay, well, you guys say you need content. Here's content. So it'd be easier for you to distribute this show to other radio stations without ever actually having to know that radio station. My buddy, uh, uh, Ralph Sutton, who uh, created the Gas Digital Network podcasting type of thing. So he was doing that in radio. So radio, the concept of podcasting is not necessarily new and it's it's depending on how you want to say what is podcasting what is the start of podcast versus what is radio or what is youtube type of scenario right how much of each one is implemented so in radio and they still do it today, it's it's called brokered programming, right? And so that is where, hey, you have a time slot that we've given you that's an hour long, and you put yeah. content into there, and we just plug it into our system. Yeah, pay for play. Uh, basically type yeah. of thing. But you can get paid for it just as well. It, it can work both ways. So that's how uh, Ralph had done it for years. Yep. He created a show. It was a, an 80s hair metal show kind of thing okay. called The Tour Bus. Yep. And what he was doing was he was actually doing a show. It was a radio show. It was, he he would do it live on air at WDHA. Yeah. And then what he was doing was taking that exact cut, cut and paste and then sending it out to 170, 180 wow. other radio stations, not under greater media at that time type of thing. He was just sending it to this. Here's my show. It's already radio prepped. It's the same type of format music that you play, but it's a little specialty yeah. show, blah, blah, blah. And all you had to do is replace the commercials that you get in there. Right. Yeah. So they would do that at their home places. And so he would just send that out and each one of those stations would pay him money. So while he's probably only getting, let's say he was getting like $100, two hundred for simple math, $100 per show at one location, that's not enough money to live off of. But again, go sell that to 30, 40, 50, 100 other stations. Now you have money. So this man is making money hand over fist type of thing in an industry that didn't understand that that was a podcast, what he was putting together. Yeah. Just, he didn't have to cover the cost of the music because that was all the radio station. We were talking about that like before. Like, where does the money come for that? All he was doing was he was using their free studios and their free music uh, copyright laws and all these other things. And then making that money and selling it to basically what would be competitors, but not, not seen as competitors at that time because the digital world wasn't there. Now anything, anywhere could be a competitor, right? Yeah, so that's, sure. the, that's the worst part about digital is everything is a competitor because someone could put a show together in the Philippines, market it in New Jersey and say, this is the New, New Jersey uh, podcast show. And all of a sudden, if it's good, if it picks up people, they've got followers, they might get more advertisers than a show that's actually done in New Jersey. Yeah. So that local part can be lost if it's not seen as the format of the show.
0: Yeah. I've always found though, like with podcasting, and I'm di- I'm not s- saying you can't get an audience on your own with podcasting, but it seems like with podcasting, a lot of there's two th- there's two ways people kind of get audiences. If they're like nobodies like me, you either uh have a niche, mm-hmm. and so it's more so like whether it's basketball, football, you know, you have like a niche, and that will draw people. Then the other way is. They already, even if it's a small audience, they come in with some sort of an audience. Like a lot of stand-up comics made it. They didn't have a huge audience when they started, but they still had their, their stand-up comedy audiences. For someone like me who wants to be a broadcaster, and, you know, a lot of Howard Stern actually says this. A lot of people disagree with him, but I, I, do, so I do agree with him. If you're just like a nobody but, and you want to be a broadcaster, you don't have a niche, you don't have, uh, you know, you're not a stand-up. FM radio, local radio is still a good way for the first few years to get your name out there. Okay. You know, so that that's where I've always thought. I never really thought I wanted to make a career out of FM radio, but I thought it'd be a good place to start.
1: Yeah and I can and, and I definitely see that um and it depends on what time you were coming in either it's seen as a big thing or some people who listens to radio anymore type of thing is a or is Yeah a, or a people thing that I always commonly people that get, right <laughs> Yeah so, they'll always say that So depending on the time era that you're actually trying to get into business just like anything else like uh timing is you know, going to be a huge part sure. um but it that was one of those things where like you like yeah like you're saying uh that it's, 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 it's like something you see it, you're seeing it as a stepping stone, but the stepping stone that you're talking about didn't even teach you how to do necessarily this stuff in this room. Right. Right That's true. Type of thing. So your stepping stone, you were already stepped off of that stepping stone. So FM was coming into your world as a sidestep more than a stepping stone, I think. And that has become one of those things where it's just like, yeah, you could look at it that way as a stepping stone to get your name out. But there's a lot of more famous names than radio DJs. and like, For sure. And I don't even know if outside of maybe like a Howard Stern type of character, the amount of names that people know is going to be very limited. Even For sure. like Howard Stern is a national name, yes, but like Opie and Anthony, they were a New York staple, but are they national? It's like yeah. you're, you're comparing like a Bon Jovi to a Bruce Springsteen type of argument, right? Like we think in Jersey, like, oh, Bruce Springsteen is this huge guy, but it's like... No, he's not. He's very big here, but we don't yeah. realize that he's not overly big everywhere else. To the point, like no one's heard his name type of thing, right? Yeah. But Bon Jovi was one of those bigger names that is like, no, you could go to Germany and they know Bon Jovi. Yeah. They don't know Bruce Springsteen type of scenario. So, yeah. so very similarly, even before even before radio and the digital world came about, I don't think you could probably any uh, any of your parents type of thing could name more djs than what they locally grew up with and in that local group of getting your name out there how many is that take like they probably only knew three or four djs because you usually listen only to a couple radio stations because that fits whatever format of interest you have and so do you know those people uh if you just went even 50 miles away you don't even necessarily have to leave the state most radio stations are only have a frequency that's going to go so far, yeah. so it's like that kind of comes at limitation. So when you're saying getting your name out there on FM, I, I pr- probably named twenty YouTubers, but I probably couldn't name twenty jocks that I know. Like
0: no, no, I, I, I definitely understand it. Uh, you know, uh, you know, and a lot of people say. I mean, Opie and Anthony they were getting syndicated and stuff, and then they did because they got fired. They went to X, you know, satellite radio. Uh, you know, podcasting wasn't really a, a big thing uh that you know I, I don't really think it was a thing when they got uh fired from fm at all but uh you know if it was you know they were getting uh, millions of listeners a day if they got fired and then were able to do a podcast after i think they would have been a huge podcast sure you know so you know i i think there's still uh v- validity to like what howard say and w- what i kind of think it can d- be a stepping stone i'm not saying so, you like you are right. And I'm not even saying FM's the only way to make a stepping oh, stone. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like YouTube. you like, yeah, you could have a YouTube channel, and that might be your stepping stone to uh, podcasting and stuff. Uh, you know, I, I've, I guess, you know, in high school and college, I loved doing my radio show. I was like, oh, this could be awesome to do for a living. But it is true. Like, I couldn't see myself making a career out of it. I could see a stepping stone. And then, like what i'm doing now i do love i love internet radio it feels almost like a combination of fm and satellite radio yeah. combined in one so you know i uh i love this i you know it, it it is uh it just seems like upsetting to me i guess that fm has just kind of it's dwindling
1: I, I i think the harder part is, and maybe maybe something that might help uh try, try to get you along this way is that type of thing Is like uh Again, you, you're already doing so much beyond what FM is even capable of doing, and you're not yeah. tied down and limited to the limitations that FM has. You can't yeah. curse on FM. Yeah. No, so, true. like, right off the bat, you can do something on the st- same level that uh, is above their level type of thing yeah. without any of that hassle. You don't have to worry about the FCC coming down any that's type of That's true. Thing. Like, you know, it's like, trust me, those are fine. So they, that is, th- those are those minor things that now is a limitation to them that you you don't even have to get involved with. Now, let's say you did move over and switch this over to a video format that you are posting on YouTube. Now you might have some limitation because now YouTube doesn't uh, monetize it if it is cursing or whatever the topics might be that you're discussing type of thing. So like a lot of that stuff, it's like you're putting that limitation on yourself by adding a video, not only mentioning that you're putting yourself in that much more of work that you have to do to yeah. put the video component together. Even if you're just setting up a camera, showcasing exactly what was done, unedited, it, that is one more tool, maybe two at least, like a tripod on top of that camera type yeah. thing, right? That's like that you are adding to make a system that may make it better or might yeah. take away from it, depending on, again, adding too many things to one component. So if you're, if you're enjoying it type of scenario, I would almost say like, don't necessarily worry about FM. Use that more as the Thing you want to beat, so every day you put a podcast together, you're doing it because you want to showcase to FM how much better you can be than this whole system that you guys have over here. That's the way yeah. I would get my mindset going. That might be the better way to think about yeah, it.
0: Yeah, no, I, and honestly at this point and I'm getting older now, I am just starting to get, you know, bitter towards the industry. I'm like, you know, I can't get uh, opportunities and stuff. The couple interviews I had for hosting, I'm like you know, at this point, I, I am like you know, I do got to, you know, I do got to shift gears, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, and you
1: can at this point, that's the thing. Like if you were stuck in FM radio, you don't have the ability to shift. I mean, so like, for instance, uh, what they, what they expect from you in the corporate level of uh, FM radio type of thing. It's like, it's not just, even when I was there, like when I first started doing overnights type of thing, all they expected me to do during each hour is turn on the mic three or four times say some quick 15 to 60 second thing and then be done with it. So the amount of work that I had to do was like four or five minutes long (laughs) every hour. Yeah. Now everyone would love that if that was the job type of thing. And especially with talking, it's easy. It's no one has to, you're not really thinking too hard with the talking parts. I'd
0: go crazy if I couldn't talk enough.
1: But so, so, so then it's just like, but nowadays it's like, okay, so now not only do they have to visually do stuff, what, so they have to do the audio stuff that I just said. Like, so, all right, so you have five minutes of talking yeah. and you got to be careful about what you talk and maybe got to add some sponsors in there and whatever the case may be. Yeah. Then they also have to be active and engaged with the audience on, on social media. Now- At 6 a.m. in the morning, if you're a morning show, there's not many people on social media. Social media doesn't ramp up till like 10, 11 uh, a.m. type of thing. And that is a part of half global and half uh, local type of stuff going on. And so like all these other factors that come in, they're like, Oh yeah, well you should be engaging. And they're like, well, what's engaging at 6am. And they're like, well, you know, someone else made a post about pasta and that got a thousand likes. And you're like, okay, what does that have to do with the morning show? Yeah. What is pasta, a dinner that someone ate last night? Like, you know, Taylor Swift is getting more promotion than the Super Bowl at this point, right now. Like, that's you know, true. What does Taylor Swift have to do with football? Those are those type of factors where it's just like, there's things that technically are getting uh, likes, compliments, uh, engagement, however you want to measure it type of thing. There are metrics there. But what is the relevancy? What does this actually mean? Are people going to even remember this a month out? I mean, I remember the Super Bowl commercials, but I'm very bad at remembering who won the Super Bowl. Like, those are yeah. those are those type of things. But that's because my passion is... Part of the marketing. I love to see those stories of like you know something coming across, and I'm like visually that that was impressive. That they combined you know Tyrion from uh, Game of Thrones over here with the Rhymes or Eben over like it's like those type of things are what I remember. But I, yeah. I'm like oh yeah, uh, some some people threw some uh, football around like cool cool. Like if I don't have an interest for it, and I know I'm the outlier in this. Like, to yeah. be fair. I'm not the one that's keeping the NFL alive, and they're doing just fine. So it's
0: yeah.
1: those type of scenarios where it's like, yeah, it's like you, sometimes you got to realize like, oh, what is it that we're actually trying to accomplish here yeah. is it is it to be like, hey, this is what we're doing. Is this going to be for entertainment or is this for education? And I think a lot of that comes down to like, what is your goal with it? If you're trying to show people... Hey, like, this is what I did trying to get into the FM world, but you know what? I don't need the FM world because you can do this in your own backyard. You can do this in your own place type of thing. And I can do it better than everyone else. That is going to be something where it's like, yeah, I don't want to learn how FM failed. I want to learn how you succeeded because I equally want to succeed. No one goes into reading books. There's books written about people all the time. How many times are you reading a book about how someone failed? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it's, and, and and to be th- fair, like, there's a fails and failures to everyone's success probably sure. in any business type of thing. So it's like, think about that. Like, the thing that's going to make you move forward is the success. The failure is not making you move forward. That's true. By definition, it, it physically couldn't, aside from the concept of failing backward or failing forward or something like that. Yeah. Like, outside of that, which is only seen in movies, for the most part, or nepotism.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hi, right, we've been, I got one more thing since we're, you know, we've, this whole thing's been on the topic of radio so far. Uh, one more thing, and before I cut to a song, uh, did you know how many chicks were into you at uh, the uh, radio station? No. <laughs> uh, there, there were, uh, it, w- it was funny, and like... You know, no offense. Like I don't see you as like a heartthrob or anything. Thank like you. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're an ugly person. But I don't see you as a heartthrob. But no, there were. I think no, no one was, You're a very uh, confident person. Okay, and you're not a bad looking person. All so right. like, like I, I there was a a girl. You you might even keep in touch with her, but I don't care. I'll, I'll say her name. You, she can feel embarrassed. Uh, her name was Nicole. She thought you were good-looking.
1: There's a lot of Nicoles in the radio industry, man. <laughs>
0: the, the one that, uh, she was, like, an intern a semester or two before me. She was a part-timer.
1: Yeah, no, we had a lot of interns and a lot of part-timers. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
0: because yeah, I know, like, at the time, you guys uh, you would all, like, go out and get, you know, dinner or whatever, yeah, yeah, drinks yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever together. But, yeah, no, Ari, I thought you'd remember her. Uh, so, yeah, she thought you were good-looking. Uh, there was a hot Latina chick that worked at the station. Apparently, you guys went on a few dates,
1: uh Nadia? Did yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nadia Nadia's in the white guys. So that w- that was an easy sell. That was did, that was did, not me making much of an effort on that one. Does she still work there? <laughs> no, actually uh she's working with uh, um I'm trying to remember what the network is called. She still works in the industry, she works as sales, uh she's over in uh New York. Um, I know she was working with a couple podcasts because she actually was working with uh, Gas Digital for a little while. Internet um, you set as a up salesperson. W- Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. So that and and again, that's that's one of the parts that I love about the industry is that networking is huge, yeah. and it's like it's it's a big it's a big uh, field, but like a small cage, I guess I'll call it, is yeah. in the sense that uh, I, I introduced the reason she wanted to go to a show. There at the that the SDR was hosting was um, one of the I guess a uh, guy from Detroit was coming in on the show. I never heard of the guy. He's like a comedian slash maybe like podcaster kind of scenario. Okay. Um. And so she was like, Oh, i I love this guy. I'm like, Oh yeah, come on out. Like we'll, we'll go meet him and everything like that. So she got to meet him and everything.
0: Now was she did she actually love the guy or was she just trying to spend some time with you?
1: No, no, no. She was uh, all, all for uh, this okay, guy. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was definitely trying to go for that. Uh, <laughs> but then like being there and everything like that, Ralph. Is uh, a guy that he's he's very charismatic and always trying to hit on everything yeah. as well, type okay. of thing. So like he's the type. Of, so he starts talking to Nadia because you know she's an attractive woman. She's type sexy of thing, as well. So, and he's just like, well, you know, no one's sitting on my dick right now, so maybe she will. Like okay. that's his kind of mindset. And uh, so they started talking and then ended up actually uh, going into sales with him, type of thing. So okay. it's like she was selling the podcast for them, which uh, brokered her into working with another uh, network outside of New York. So she had left Beasley because they were offering her uh, money in the podcast world and their sales type of thing so it's like all those type of efforts is one of those things where it's just like look you never know who you're going to meet so go out to these type of activities and events and see what other people are doing on their podcast or see what other people are doing in yeah, their shows yeah. invite yourself in and be like hey man I, i'm a big fan of this person you mind if i stop by at least just shake their hand and then have a conversation with the host and then who knows where that'll go type yeah. of thing a lot of that is just finding out that what's going on and you know to be fair that is hard we're not getting instant updates about like Facebook. One of the best things about their algorithm is it'll be like, um, Oh, your friend, like this event, maybe you'd like to go to. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see that happen for other things other than just, major events that happen on Facebook how does that transition into a live life thing like your friend Gary is going to a barbecue this weekend from an old high school friend maybe you also know him like maybe you want to go to that who knows you who you're going to meet there like yeah. where does that how does that how does that become a, a thing on our phones where it's just like oh I get an update and oh shit like uh my buddy's uh kids having a birthday party He didn't invite me like, oh, maybe I can reach out to him and be like, hey, man, like, you know, I understand it's your kid's birthday party. I don't have kids. So it's like, yeah, I understand why you might not invite me. But also, dude, we're buds invite me over i don't think i'd like that
0: chris
1: (laughs) (laughs) well and again depends on what type of friend they are type of scenario right uh because those are the things where it's just like and i'm equally the same way like i i I joke with my uh uh, my girlfriends type of thing where i sit there and go like hey uh you know they're they're my friends having a kid's birthday party type of thing Uh it's just going to be a bunch of two and three year olds do do we really want to do this or do we want to go up to uh uh Poconos and go skiing for the weekend. Uh, guess what? We always go skiing. We, we we don't go to the kids' parties because you know I'll I'll grab beers with my friends another time type of thing. Yeah I can yeah, only yeah. go skiing when there's snow type of thing, whatever the case may be. So sometimes that stuff it comes into those plays. Um, but yeah, no, I never I never I always joke that I mean the old adage is you got a face for radio type of thing and a voice for print. That's the way I've always kept my mindset. So I'd never tried to really do anything at the radio station with the girls that are there. If we were out at events, and again, <laughs> one of the best parts about working in radio, at least in the marketing events department, kind of was always the fact that I was going out two or three times each week to different types of events. Yeah. You're meeting people.
0: And I liked the events. They were fun. And they were
1: always fun. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, yeah, there was a little bit of work to, to yeah. some degree, but like, you know after doing it for so long you there are certain steps where you just learn the the cues of what people are expecting like how do i spin a prize wheel like the the amount of times people don't understand how a wheel works yeah i don't know where to begin like with the uh, sarcastic comments in my mind to try to stop myself from being like, what are you, an idiot? Like to everyone that walks up and says that. But you come up with clever more ways of saying something of type of thing. So going out and and meeting people like that, like the amount of people we would meet, like girls, guys type of things, like those were great for those type of aspects. And that doesn't, I feel like, a lot of times when I hear like people like, oh, it's like, you know, I'm single because I, ha- I don't meet anyone. I'm like, well, where are you going to meet people? Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm just I'm just at home playing video games. <laughs> and I'm like, look, I'm a video game guy. I'm City Skylines. I-, I can get lost in that for like 24 hours straight without realizing that I haven't gotten up to like grab food or anything like yeah. that. Like, oh, shit, I'm uh, about to die as a human being playing a video game. So I get the video game aspect. But like... You got to get out there. You got to go do things and yeah. meet people and like the the networking and what you call confidence. It's like trust me, it's all anxiety in this side. Uh, <laughs> it, it is going out and just being like a part of my mindset was always I could never be. I was never that guy. That's I'm still not that guy that walks up to a girl at a bar just while at a social network yeah. type of thing. But because my job was required to go, hey, just go around, sign people up for something or whatever the case may be. Then I'm just focused on, oh, I've got a job to do. Yeah. And the fact that they're an attractive person or non attractive person was not in my mindset. It was just, I've got a task to do. And I'm very good at setting myself up for task and then following through with those tasks. I said I'm minor, but I'll still do them type of thing. And those are those type of scenarios where it's just like, what, what again, like if you're saying it was like, you know, a, a confidence type of thing, it's like, no, nah, I had a job to do. I'm okay with doing that job.
0: Well, I'm, I'm not saying, new. though, it was with, the other people that worked at the station.
1: But that's because I was (laughs) there so long so I can talk with people and I had to, like, you know, those are people I'm interacting. The same thing, like, uh, I mean, this was... I grew up in the time period when I was in college where, what it was it, those dating gurus were a big thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and they always
1: talked about like, a, oh, when you go into the club, you got to make it look like you're the fun person or the person yeah. f- that's having fun at the club. Yeah. And how do you do that? And it's like, bring your friends. Because you just go to a club, have a conversation with your friend. Now, granted, the music is blasting too loud in an actual club, but yeah, go to a club, have your just two or three buddies that you enjoy and just focus on the goal of just talking with your buddies and having the best time and conversation. The fact that you're laughing, the fact that you're having fun looks great to everybody else. They want to be a part of it. Just the same way if you're out and you hear people, everyone looks over at uh, what was the biggest laugh over there and who made that person laugh. Like that is all visual cues that everyone else in that place wants to be a part of. And so just going out and doing that type of stuff, don't, uh, don't focus on what's going, what one goal is focus on what the main goal, is of like, hey, I'm just here to have fun. And trust me, people will come around to that fun. And so at the radio station, it's like, look, if I'm just having fun with you guys, with the interns, with the other coworkers, type of thing, it was because that was my only goal. I had a job to do and I, I've got to do it with these people. These are fun people. Let's have a little fun and laugh. That takes all the pressure off. I'm not trying to shit where I eat. That was the other thing where it's just like, look, probably half the interest is probably just because I'm not showing interest in them. And, and I mean, that's like yeah. a standard kind of thing that people talk about. And so it's just like, yeah, probably if there was interest, it's just because I was not showcasing that to anyone in that way.
0: Yeah. Well, for everyone, for all the ladies listening out there, I had uh, at least two or three uh, uh, women tell me that they thought Chris was a very attractive man when I was an intern. So if you all want to follow him on social media, (laughs) go for it. And uh, we we talked uh, quite a while about this, so we're going to get to some music before our next uh, bit. Sound good, Chris?
1: There we go, man. Let's do it.
0: All right, so uh next up here on the Frankie D show, we're going Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child O' Mine, making this one out to uh Saturday night smoke. Feel free to call in today, Smoke. All right, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed uh listening to some Danica Patrick there. All righty. I, I met her. What's up, Kurt? I think I met her, Danica, you met Danica Patrick? Patrick.
1: Yeah, so uh again, back to the, the events that we would do. We did a uh we used to have Raceway Park down in Eaton Town, okay, would yeah. do events and everything of like that. So Uh, I know the Rat and uh, JRZ used to advertise, I guess, at the billboards that they had behind the scenes and everything like that. So we'd promote their events. And Danica Patrick came out. We were supposed to drive the quarter mile with her in a funny car. Okay. And it had rained, I want to say, maybe that morning. So they couldn't let us race on there. So what they ended up doing is, and I'm, I'm... Guessing they rented it because they they, all they had was a Toyota Camry. Okay. They had two Toyota Camrys, so at least like the same type of vehicle. And we just raced against each other on a drag strip in the world's safest car. Okay. (laughs) Like, Like not like drag racing fun type of thing, but you're like, oh. But I guess that's cool. And Danica Patrick's here. And uh, there was some another NASCAR guy kind of scenario. And I'm just like, oh, OK, I guess they're big names because whatever was going on that weekend, they were yeah. a part of. Yeah. And we were just promoting it on like a Wednesday morning. But it was uh, it was just one of those things where I'm like, oh, there it is. Like if you remember uh, John Lisk, he did the interview with her.
0: Okay, I so I was a. Uh, I don't think I do.
1: John, yeah, okay, all right. John Lisk was the evening jock for Magic. I'm pretty sure he was uh, still there with you. Yeah.
0: No, I think he had. I think he had just left like the year before. Oh,
1: okay, all yeah. right, yeah. Was I, I that, again, the timelines start to blur. It's yeah. like I remember the people, I never remember the timelines, type of thing.
0: Yeah. All right, well, Chris, uh, we're going to. I, when I have a guest, I like to play some sort of game with them. So I'm going to play a game with you real quick.
1: All right, let's go.
0: Now, I'm going to play the same game I played with my last guest. So my, my audience is familiar with it. So we're going to play this trumpet game. I'm going to play the trumpet out of my mouth, and you're going to guess what the song is. Oh, I'm going to suck at this. Well, (laughs) I know you're very into hard rock and heavy metal, which I'm not into. I threw two songs. Now, they're a little more mainstream, hard rock, heavy metal, so you might not like them, but I think you'll know them. Uh, But I only have two of those. The rest are classic rock. All right, I'll try.
1: I'll do my best.
0: All right. Uh, You know, we're going to start off with... uh, We'll start off with one of the uh hard rock, heavy metal type songs. All right. Songs.
1: I got no idea but that is a great trumpet impression let me tell you like <laughs> yeah, how long have you been doing that man oh i've
0: been doing this bit a long time oh geez that is good uh i, I could try it one more time sound
1: effects uh give me like yeah just like three seconds and i'll try yeah <laughs> uh, yeah nah, i got nothing
0: personally I don't even know if I did it that one well, so I mean that one we I'd have to show other people. If you know uh down with the sickness if I disturbed. Oh gee. Was I? now that you know, was I close?
1: Uh, I think you're on the drum beat, yeah. Would, and the I, drum, the drum is a big, big set of it type of thing. I, 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 I think with, with my thing is uh, when I'm listening to music type of thing, it's like I hear one thing, so it's like either it's I'm listening to it for the vocals, or I'm listening into it for the guitar or the beat, like from the drums or the bass type of thing. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I'm always terrible at quiz games type of thing like okay. this. So yeah, so I, well, I, don't, I don't anticipate to know any of these. i without probably knowing every of these.
0: We've only got probably five or six here. Right. We'll see how you do. All right. All right, next one. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll get the... Uh, this one's a... Cla- uh, not a classic rock. This one's uh, like a hard rock one, too. Right. Le- again, like a more mainstream one. Okay, all right. Um. All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> I told you, man, like, I am not good at those type of things. I I, do, I yeah, could do yeah, the yeah. very
0: first few seconds again if you want. Uh, nah, you're good. Just,
1: just let us know.
0: <laughs> Last Resort by Papa Roach.
1: Okay. All right, it, all right. It yeah, almost, yeah I get it, it. it.
0: almost seemed like you knew it for a second. I was like, oh, his face is up there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I was way off type of scenario.
0: So. All right. The rest are classic because that's what I'm mostly yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, sure, you know? man, yeah. Classic rock. Uh, Let's see. <laughs>
1: Ah, see see now it's starting to sound something like uh, that i would know type of thing i should know i kind of lost
0: breath at the end there i'll try the very end there because i think the very end is what someone might
1: Zeppelin. yeah all right all right okay all right so you got zeppelin you know the name of the song oh uh is that, uh, yeah. I'm just gonna go with Black Dog because it's easy.
0: No, you know, it's funny though. I was originally gonna do Black oh, Dog. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, it was rock and roll, by the way. Exactly. All right, all right. Uh, that was
1: one of those things working in radio, and it's, it's funny too because, like, uh, the amount of people that I know that know a lot more music than me, obviously, and despite coming from like a rock radio station background type of thing, I would hear so many of the same songs. Like, yeah, our, our library was probably only a thousand songs deep. Okay. And when you're switching, maybe probably, you're probably doing, like, anything current and new is probably, like, 20 to 30-some-odd songs that are re really, like, in and out type of thing within six months of each other. Then you have your uh, different eras type of thing. Yeah. It's always growing because, obviously, time keeps on moving forward, and what do you cut off from the ends type of thing? Like, yeah. what are... What are the ZZ tops of 68 type of thing that you don't use anymore yeah. or like, uh, you know, even, even the Aussie and like a uh, Sabbath type of years. And so it always becomes this thing where you would hear so many of the same songs over and over again. And I'm like, I am so tired of hearing Zeppelin and Pink Floyd, like great bands, yeah. but only I'm just tired of their hits which is a lot though I mean you you know that could be like 30 some odd Zeppelin songs where I'm like I don't want to hear this again and again and again because it's in every movie or whatever the case may be it's like you want the deep cuts I want the deep cuts I want something that I haven't heard and I go oh man this is what I can see other people being passionate about uh when they talk about like uh, their history when they were in high school and they saw Zeppelin live or whatever the case may be like I don't see that in like the hits but I can see that in the deep tracks where it's just like those are the songs that I love because in a all of reality, a lot of those times when I was doing some of those shifts, I would turn the whole studio on mute because I'm like, I don't need to listen to this yeah. again for the hundredth time, uh, Thunderstruck. It's like, you know, it's, yeah. it's like, all right, I get it. You're going to do this. And then oh, in my mind, like, yeah, and you know, people will say, like, oh, all ACDC sounds like. And I'm like, I, I get what they mean.
0: Well, <laughs> I, I'm doing a lot of the hits here because, I've, you know, I know you're not like you're more into the heavy metal, mm-hmm. hard rock. So I'm, when I do the classic rock here, I'm doing the hits because I know you. I think there's a better hope. chance you would know them.
1: Just as well. <laughs> I would think uh, anyone uh, listening type of thing is going to know these a lot better than me just that's, as well. So That's true. I <laughs> will right,
0: we'll go on to the next one. Boop, 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 boop.
1: Are we in Aerosmith territory now? We're not. No, okay, all right. Then I probably got nothing on this one.
0: Yeah, you're not getting it. Start me up by the Stones, the Rolling Stones. Stones. I I, 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 kind of think I did that one shitty, but um, you know, what's funny. I I put this one in here as the uh, the the hard one because I thought you were just kind of gonna get the other ones. Oh, jeez. So you know,
1: we might we might just want to skip this one. (laughs) I I, I still think, or somehow this will be the only one I get.
0: I think a lot of people um, will know this one. I don't know if you will, but then I have one after that. I think. You will uh you know I'm even gonna change the one after. I'm gonna keep the band change the song. All right. I feel like <laughs> I feel like you'll know it. Alright, but the next one. Um nah. Jungle Love by Steve Miller Band. Oh. That's the a one.
1: Jungle love. Mm. That, that, oh, oh.
0: that, that, that 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 one? Uh, Steve Miller Band's one of my favorite bands. Okay. But I I didn't. I was like, oh, if he's into a, like hard rock, heavy metal, this would be the, like the hardest yeah, one because this yeah. is like the softest band. But uh, you know, what? last one. I'll even give you a. All right. Uh, you know, what? I'll, I'm gonna trumpet it first. If you can't get it, I'll give you a hint. I think okay. you'll be able to get All it. Right. All right. Oh, all right,
1: Bon Jovi, bad name. Yep, yeah, and you yeah. Could
0: love a ba- I was like, being from New Jersey, you gotta have to know that. And
1: one. see, that's another thing. I hate Bon Jovi.
0: <laughs> no, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that.
1: There was no, I, I had it's all personal, it has nothing to do with his music. It is all personal, though. No. Oh, okay, <laughs> no, no, no,
0: I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did not think you'd like an 80s hair band. <laughs>
1: oh, well, that was the other thing, too. So, like, uh, uh, Metal Mania, the one show that I was a part of, uh, yeah. uh with Scott Evil, um, that was always one that. Uh, every year he now he grew up an '80s guy type of thing because he's uh I think seven years older than me, eighty eight years older than me type of thing. Okay, so he grew up in that era a lot more, and so when he got into the radio, he would have been perfect on this. Like he could do that stuff. He would know it like two three notes out type of thing. Okay. That's actually, actually how he got his radio show. So when you were, so when we were talking before about like how do people get into radio? Yeah, he got into radio because uh, the radio uh, broadcast was going on at a mall, and okay. they were doing one of these type of competitions where they were like, okay, like who thinks they know these uh, songs. And so he went up and he just named them off like one after the other type of thing. Okay. And the guy was like, do you, do you want a job? Like (laughs) kids like out of high school, like not even out of high school type of thing. And he's like, yeah, sure. I would love to do this type of stuff. And so he's been doing it ever since in that regard. And so like, that's that type of thing where it's just like, yeah, no, radio and to be fair, maybe certain industries as a whole, you don't, you aren't the best suited for that position. There's going to be, but like how long can a business look for the perfect uh, fill is it before you just need to fill the spot type of thing. And so it's like, there's a lot of people that are in the industry because it's like, Hey, they won a competition to get into the industry like yeah. that's that's a, a decent amount of what you got to do and he's great conversations great great personal uh person that long nose regards type of thing but like yeah. he has no, like everything in front of you he would have no technical idea of understanding how to do gotcha. but that was always that great part that I liked working with him because I love the, the tech stuff I prefer to be kind of a behind the scenes kind of guy I like gotcha. to do the setup the camera equipment the marketing all those type of things like I like that stuff I just happen to also so if I'm in the room, someone will turn on a mic, and I'm just there. So you yeah, know, it's like those type of scenarios. So yeah, no, I like that. That was that's again, dude. That is impressive trumpet. Thank
0: playing. you. I it's it's been one of my uh, my Frankie D bits for a long time.
1: You got to put that on your resume, man. Like you know, it's like I run a mean trumpet, and you know, at a because I literally thought for a second that you were gonna pull out a trumpet. I got a buddy Spencer. He pulls it. He carries around the yeah. trumpet all the time. <laughs> every ska punk show, like, he's just like, oh, I'm the guy with the trumpet there because of the thing, like, you know, he just brings it out and whatever event it is, if it's a wedding, he tries to do the wedding, like, type of song or if it's like New Year's, he's doing that, taps or if it's in 6 a.m. in the morning and he's trying to wake everyone up, you know, that type of thing. But like, you could do that at a job interview. It's like, oh yeah, no, I know uh, trumpet type of thing or yeah. something like that, and just like, and then they'd be like, why do you put this on your resume? Oh, well, you want to hear something? Here, let me do it, and, and just do it like that. It's more impressive. No than one, anything you've no heard. one would see that coming. I'm yeah. just saying that would be a hilarious thing, and it's a great way to get people to like you instantly. Where it's just yeah. like at a job interview, you're the only one. Trust me, you're the only one coming in through sure. trumpet. So. That would be impressive, man. (laughs) I appreciate
0: you liking it. I hope uh, for everyone listening, I did those well, because there were a few I feel like sort of fucked up on. But, uh, you know, I'm glad you liked it, Chris. Uh, We're going to conclude the game now, get back to one song. And after that, anyone wants to call in, please call in. And uh, we're going to shoot the shit the rest of the show. All right.
1: Sounds good, man. I'm here.
0: All right. So uh, next up here on the Frankie D Show, Rock and Roll Fantasy here on FDRS all righty that was bad company i bet if i trumpeted that song chris would not have known it
1: (laughs) we Um, could do that pretty much for every era we'll just be like how much does chris not know by trumpet (laughs) unless it's like a ska band that actually had a trumpet in it i probably wouldn't even help uh,
0: (laughs) yeah i i I don't know i could pretty much do any uh song though like any song you give me i could make a decent attempt at.
1: yeah i get you but uh it, well it's hard like even like the disturbed when you start off with that it's just like da 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 is the is the drums that but when you're talking about the audio, like his vocals type of thing it's like i don't know if you've seen the recent like the tiktok there's a car- bad bad karaoke uh-huh. of these two older people just trying to do that as yeah. it's coming up and it's just it's hilarious in the sense of how bad it is but also like that whole intro to that song he talks about he, he's like I, my band wasn't even into that idea and <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, one of their biggest hits. And it's always funny when you hear those stories where it's just like, oh, I thought this was going to suck or this was the worst one or they needed a song and I just put something together on a keyboard in, like, two minutes and sent it to them. And those become the biggest hits. You're like, man, sometimes y- y- there's no way to tell what's going to be a hit and what's not. And and it's, like, sometimes, like, the, you hear those things with uh, anything in any uh, medium, and it's just, it's just hilarious that that, that yeah. becomes a thing. I,
0: in the beginning there, I tried doing with the trumpet the – like I can't even do it the by growl. the voice
1: that like, yeah. you know yeah, I can't exactly. do it yeah. <laughs> I was like Boo, bo, 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 you know <laughs> And that's the thing like the the trumpet being so high pitched I'm not, uh, it's like in my mind I'm like the pitch is like well I'm not going to know it from again yeah, like I don't yeah. since I don't read music I'm like oh maybe yeah. I'd hear the key or something like that but I don't have those type of talents or skills so yeah. yeah no, that was fun oh no, man Hell
0: yeah Uh you know it's funny. I, I don't even mean to uh, go back to uh, the radio topic from before. I, I did forget to uh, tell you something that uh, I think my audience like might find interesting. Okay. So like, you know, I'll tell you. I don't know if this guy still working. I don't even remember his name. I, I won't say him uh, by name, I guess. There was there used to be an old guy that wasn't, I think he was, was he an intern or a part-timer when I was there? He was an old an okay. old, old guy. You know who uh, I'm talking about? Mike the Trucker? Maybe.
1: Okay, because yeah. he was one of my he was one of my oldest interns, and I think he was he was a retired trucker, and he had he would uh, you know it's again you get so many different people, but he was in college. Uh, he was doing he was doing um oh I'm I'm blanking on the name of this university, uh, but they're they're uh, very much a it's pretty much an online community college type esque type of, uh, industry. Uh, I think CB, CBS, CSB, CSB might be it. Um, and Connecticut. Yeah, that was it. Connecticut school of broadcasting.
0: Okay. We would get a
1: lot of students in from the Connecticut school of broadcasting, which is just like an online, like I said, like it was an online school, but it was specific to media. So any one of those students was coming in with the interest of being in that type of industry and field. So it's only like a, like a two year course type of school, but you know, it's like, and you got, you would have a lot of different people. Like it it had some reputable names that certainly came from it. Uh, But you know, it was just, it it was just like a mass media type of thing where it's just like, here's the test, here's these things that you do. And they had their set ways of things. And I think one of those scenarios where if you ever watched like the Howard Stern uh, documentary, uh, even uh, the private parts, yeah, I've seen that. If you've seen that, when they talk about like uh, Giamatti and he's like doing the, the NBC, like that whole thing where he's like t- trying to tell Howard how to do the job to be a good radio host. Yeah. And everything Howard did was him doing the opposite of that to be himself. Yeah. It's like, that's what happens sometimes. The school's going to tell you to do it this way, but sometimes you got to learn how to do it your own way because yeah. you're otherwise just going to fall in, the, in line with everyone else.
0: Yeah. Well, the reason why I bring him up it, um is because uh I don't know if he still works there, but uh guy's a douchebag.
1: <laughs> well, that's an easy way to say uh, it type of thing.
0: Um g- also for people I s- I saw I tried to get some people tried to call in. I need to uh fix the phone real fast. Apparently it's not working. Oh, all right. Um But yeah, yeah so he uh, let me let me tell you a story, Chris. One day they um I was working in an event. And wait, once it says my device is working, uh, Mm. we'll try calling you, try calling again. It should work. I have the internet going. Um, that doesn't, we will, uh, I know the person, we'll reach out to the person if it doesn't, uh, let me, but anyway, Chris, um, so I'm working an event one day and I, I'm working it with this, with, uh, Mike, I guess Mm. the old guy. So the event, event is um near my house. Okay. So I talk to you about it and I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I live like twenty five minutes, half hour from the station. Event is right near my house. Can I uh just meet them at the station? Yeah. You're like, Yeah, that's no problem. You're you you're like just let them know and uh have you know, just tell you know, uh, have them tell you when uh, they're leaving so you can meet them there. So I do that. They never let me know. When they're leaving, I wrote in the chat or whatever. Okay, all right. So they don't let me know. So I try to gauge it because I'm like, all right, they're they're not answering me. I try to gauge it to where I'd still be there before them. Well, I get there; they're already set up. They have it okay. set up. Mike and I didn't even realize he was he wasn't even a part timer. He was another fucking intern.
1: He was an intern. Yeah, yeah.
0: He was so fucking pissed at me, and he gives me a hard time the whole event. And, you know, I, I, like, literally, like, you know, I wouldn't, like, beat up an old guy or anything, but I, w- I wanted to, like, beat the shit out
1: of him. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> With all due respect, he probably would have beat the shit out of you, though. I don't... He was a big guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I, like, look, I'm not saying I, muscle I, I, big. I, I, I'm just saying, like, yeah, sometimes the, the that uh, The guy
0: could barely fucking walk. Oh, yeah, no.
1: It's like he, he could take a swing at you and just as quickly throw his own back out yeah, yeah, and be yeah, on the I ground. Would, like, yeah, you I could, know, like, I know. And he,
0: I could push him <laughs> and he'd fall over. No, so, uh, so anyway... And then it was, it was funny too. Cause I was like, oh yeah, now like, you know, I'll take charge then of, uh, of, uh, cleaning up since I was, yeah,
1: yeah, wasn't here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I and, for tat type and,
0: uh, then one of the other interns, like just hands me uh, a wire or something and he gets now pissed at the other intern. Cause he was so pissed that I wasn't there first that he, uh, like gave me a, you know, he was like, no, don't help him and shit like that. I I, like he was and I saw him have a cop and attitude with almost every intern I'd ever seen him with throughout the semester. And the, the guy was also a fucking pervert.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's going to be a time era type of thing. He was definitely uh, he would come in and I know he would uh, know he was married for however many years type of thing, probably like over 30 plus odd years. But he was still pretty adamant about talking about from his trucking years that he would be on the road and he would get, uh, you know, ladies of the night type of thing uh, to satisfy him type of thing. So I'm like, okay, well. Hope your wife doesn't find out. Hope you don't uh, carry some disease. Hope you don't like, Yeah. it's like. Well,
0: well, he was telling me, you know, you know, in between him being pissed at me. mm. Although that was all his fault. You know, I, my, my part was done. I told that, you know, I talked to over with you. I got the word out to them. Let me know when you're leaving. That was all their fault.
1: One of my biggest issues with the world of most industries, not all of them type of thing, but like communications being a big major that mostly uh, people take on before they get into radio or TV. Yeah. The ability to communicate is not the major of communications. Like communications is still a lost art form that uh, we don't have in almost any industry that we get involved with.
0: Yeah. So uh, then also again with the uh, pervert thing, because I, you know, I'm like, you're going to be a dick to me and then, like, actually have a mouth like this. He, You know, he's telling me, like, when he was a trucker, you mm. know, and stuff, he would look down so he could see in the girls' shirts or whatever. All right. Then he's t- making comments about the uh, girls at the event. And these girls were younger than me. Like, they were in high school. Yeah, I'm like, dude. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like, I, you're giving me a hard time. You're making crude comments about underage chicks here. I'm like, I, you know, I was like, it, you know, I, I was like, I think the audience is probably enjoying the story. And then I was like, if he's still working there, I don't try to get anyone's jobs taken away, but get that motherfucker out of there.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's not working there by any means. Uh, I think he is technically fully retired at this point uh, from gotcha. what he was type of thing. But uh, no, because he was uh, he, he had picked up an interesting way of going about the show. So, like, kind of back to the brokered show type of thing. Like yeah. I was saying, you can either be that person where someone, a bunch of other people, pay you. But yes, you can get on radio right now yeah. if you want to pay to be on radio. No, yeah. no business is going to turn down more business for them type yeah. of thing. So that was one of those scenarios where he was actually paying to be on uh, the AM station at that point type okay. of things when he did, I think it, after he finished up the internship, I don't know if he was trying to do some other stuff. Uh, he was always kind of floating around though. And then at some point uh, there was an open show that uh, was, a uh, again, it was just a brokered show. So he was paying to actually do his show. And uh, yeah, yeah, they, they they accepted his money, but they were never, they would never <laughs> have brought him on for anything like that if yeah. he wasn't paying for it. And uh, you know, it's, it's it's one of those scenarios where and. For me being in sales, it's just like, I see that that happens a lot with things, no matter what the industry, a car dealership sells you a car. It's a lemon. They know it's a lemon. Like there is not that transparency. It is one of those things that me probably not, never going to make me the best salesperson in the world because I am transparent with it. It's like, look, here's what we're able to do for you. Don't expect hundred people here tomorrow when as soon as the first ad goes up like I try to make it as real as possible like some of these things take some time they trickle in uh, there's going to be that relevance if you want a hundred people here right now burn the place down you'll get Uh, 15 fire trucks here and that's each one of them is going to carry a bunch of people you'll get 100 people Yeah, but that's not a business format you literally just burn down your own business like that's the only way you're going to get that type of thing or you're doing something so ridiculous and you're probably familiar with a bunch of the radio stuff where it's just like the best radio games that they ever did are the ones where someone died and that's not a good way to do radio (laughs) and the fact that in this medium people can die like it's it's weird to say it that way Uh, but those stories are like the ones that are like legendary and so the, just because you're but just because you're great at something doesn't mean you're good at that yeah. or it's good for anything else necessarily so yeah, yeah so but yeah no he doesn't work he retired probably grandkid like you know then uh, yeah. to be fair a you got to call him out on that stuff like and you did the right thing in that scenario uh, yeah. but B, how many people will just go silent? And why does that still exist in this world? Yeah. Because there aren't people calling other people out. And Well,
0: yeah, and apparently he said to one of the other interns after, like he, he cursed me out after to Ooh. the other intern. And it's like, well, that's, you know, it's like I wasn't going to take shit from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, real quick, we're going to try to reach out. I don't know why All my right, phone's yeah, not yeah, working. On. My well, One caller's trying to call in. I know uh, he'll he'll answer this. There we go. All right.
1: That's pretty impressive that you can do a call out as well, type of thing. Yeah, I
0: don't know why it's not working. It says my, it says the internet's on and everything. Uh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah,
1: the audio's coming through, so yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh... Hey, Frankie D.
0: What's going on? Saturday night smoke. You're on air now.
2: Hey, thanks for. Uh... <laughs> I was going to say, thanks for taking my call, but you actually had to call me. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know if it's Chris, an update. Chris has had to deal with that in the past.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's an update thing or what. This hasn't happened in months now. I thought last time uh, this happened, though, the I didn't have the internet here, but the internet's working, so I have no clue what the fuck's going on.
2: Oh, it's fine. I, I actually was going to call back when you said call back, but I said, it'd probably be funnier for Chris if, if he went on a show where the host actually had to call people. <laughs> um, to
1: get we're just going to do a whole oh. show on that. We're just going to call Random Numbers. <laughs> we're going to call it the Spam Podcast, and we're just going to see what's out there. That's right. See, who who's going to
2: answer a restricted uh, phone call? Oh, I, is it'll is be fun. Hard up?
1: Well, you know it's going to be old yeah. people who are picking up the same numbers and giving away all their private information. So we, maybe we'll make some credit <laughs> card information out of this. You never know. <laughs> it's a good business.
2: So if he's trying to figure out a way to break into the business, I mean, that could be a moneymaker. Oh, yeah. You That's never right. Know. Yeah, oh, no, a... uh, you guys are you guys are great. I uh, I uh, I've been listening for the last hour or so. Um, Chris is uh, I, some of these stories. I I've never heard of uh, people dying at uh, radio events. So. Like, there's a, yeah. like a famous. Have have,
1: there's
2: a yeah. You I have mean... to bring them back on.
1: I was going to say, like, of the quick ones type of thing, there was we for a we. So this was one where you had to hold your urine in while also drinking, I think it was like a gallon of water each 30 minutes or an hour type of thing. And this one was so bad because they actually had... Uh, I think one or two medical people call in and say, hey, look, you can't just be doing this. This can actually be a concern. And the jocks were jokingly saying, and to be fair, you know, it sounds crazy. You can die from too much water in your system in the proper way, not drowning. But you are uh, you're essentially like it was like uh, diluting your cells too much or something like that so that the nutrients aren't working properly. And that's essentially what happened. She went home she finally she so I think she a she came in second place so she didn't win the Wii system uh, uh, she went home and they I think they said they probably clocked her time at, after like an hour or two after she had gone home after the show that she actually expired but uh yeah it was one of those scenarios yeah. where she's like she's she was complaining about a headache and I think the person who won was also complaining about the headache and that was like a cue uh like your body telling you hey stop doing this like it's a hangover is any possible thing apparently too much water will give you a hangover so that was their body telling them that and yeah they died on air um I try to remember the other one because there was two death oh, there wow. was two deaths on on this stuff then there's other ones that were just lawsuit based thing like there was the toy uh the win a win a Toyota okay. and so it was the concept of like oh you're going to win a car because they said Toyota but in fact you won a toy Yoda Star oh, Wars okay. <laughs> Yoda a toy of that and the, but you had to do like these uh, sh- like whatever you had to do like maybe I know it wasn't like a keep a hand on the on the car type of thing, but it was essential yeah. that you had to do something where you just spent 16 hours on a toy that was worth like five bucks, yeah. and it, it there was a big lawsuit after it and everything. So that like the, you know those jocks got fired, the company you know it's like had to pay out on the lawsuit and everything. And so there are all these uh, funny radio things, and you know it's any industry has their crazy stuff. I mean, the lawyers always learn about the uh, McDonald's hot coffee type of thing because yeah. that's such a big thing where it's like, well, yeah, of course, coffee's hot. The the obvious stuff is always the thing that uh, sticks out to people.
0: For sure. So, uh, Smoke, I know you called in, you wanted to ask uh, probably Chris some questions. What do you got?
2: Oh, no, I um, I, I was enjoying the talk about the radio and uh, I, I never want to hear Frankie D talk that he's discouraged about uh, pursuing his passion. So uh, I appreciate what Chris was saying uh, in regards to that. As far as like networking and stuff, Chris, I, I try to get uh, Frankie out to uh, some events. I, I have a friend who's in radio. He okay. at SiriusXM. And I try to get him out, and he refuses to go. Um, can you, like, kick him or something and <laughs> tell him uh, he needs to uh, go meet some producers, some uh, some people at
1: SiriusXM? Hi, uh, Rollers. Yeah, man, what are you worried about? What? A worst case scenario, what, they say no?
0: Well, no, well... I can meet these people that he's talking. Okay, I right. You you know that. Uh, a lot of these events, you uh, are that he's telling me about are at night. I have no way from where I live. You know, I live around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where we're doing the the show from right now, I can get there and can get back. But my trans mode of transportation, because of how far uh, this is, sure stops. At a certain time, which is, uh, I mean, in terms of the buses, the latest bus I could take on a weekend, or even, well, the latest bus on a weekday is 6 p.m. That's the late, like, that's the late, so okay. these events start after that, and so I would need to find a place to stay for the night, and, you know, stuff like that. It's not necessarily that I'm trying, like, I'm, you know, I'm scared of it. you know, if they were, you know, hours earlier, then it would be, you know, a lot easier, but, also, I don't know if you uh, know know this because uh, you probably live closer to a train station or a bus or something. Around here, you take the uh, the bus in. Mm-hmm. It's eighty bucks around trip.
1: No, yeah, it's expensive. No matter what what modes of transportation you want to take, uh, yeah. car, uh, subway systems, and everything like like for me, I was always the drive to Newark, catch the path. Uh, take the path into New York and then catch the subway because I knew the path was two fifty each way. So yeah. all right, there's five bucks, and the subway was two fifty yeah. each way, and so there's another ten. So ten dollars wasn't a bad thing for me, but getting anywhere to Newark was always a difficult uh, part of that type yeah. of thing. And but uh, th- that was the only reason I would go in because. Uh, If you take a mass, uh, like the uh, septa buses or any of the bus type of systems, or if you take the uh, major train systems, they stop usually, I think out of New York, 1am is the last one that you can usually catch on either one of those platforms. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're only going to go to Penn station or MSG type of thing with those two options as well. So you're limited as to where, how far it gets you in and you know, you've got to be out by one. I never like having those limitations. That's why I took the path. The path runs all night. Even if it takes an Hour in between breaks and everything like that. I would always take those things. So uh, don't ever let try not to let those limitations. If you have the ability to get a car, get you there. Also, like yeah. you said, uh, find those friends to crash on their couch, man. And I don't know if you were, you probably weren't there during this time period. So, like, even at the radio station, uh, when I was there um, as the director, kind of thing, I had my own office, right? So yeah. I had a door that I could lock and everything like that. So. I think I was between apartments after breaking up with a girl. I and remember kind of this. Stuff and this. And I was living at the radio station. I remember. Man.
0: I was there. Okay. All right. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. So, it's like, it's one of those things where it's just like, you can also do this stuff like, you know, get a $10, a $20 air mattress. And put that in your trunk or where, put it on your backpack, and like you can kind of crash with friends and not be an inconvenience to them anywhere type of thing. Yeah, um, I wouldn't recommend necessarily sleeping overnight at the bus stations. I've had to do that once or twice uh. just because not with not with an air mattress, uh, just missing the last bus. It's one of the reasons why I never took those transit uh, modes after that point because I'm like. Once you miss one of those 1 a.m. things and then you know the next one doesn't start till 5.50 in the next day yeah. and you have five hours and you're just – in the, even if you're inside, it is cold. You're just on a tiled floor. Yep. You're just hearing noises. its It's not any easier than falling asleep at like an airport. It's just like, okay, this is kind of awkward and weird and – I don't feel comfortable with this, uh, you know? So it's like one of those scenarios where it's just like, you got to get out there though, man. Like the networking thing, again, it's it's huge in this industry. You can move a lot further with the people you know than what you know, Uh and that's huge. Because the amount of people that have left radio knowing too much, just because they were at the bottom line making too much money, but nobody knew what they did, Mm -hmm. that's why they lost their job. It's not that they didn't know how to do their job. They were doing it so well, People didn't realize what they were doing to some degree, and it's not until that person's gone that they go, hey, why isn't this being done? And they're like, well, because you fired the guy. Oh, well, can you do it? Like, they don't look yeah. for a placement of that job. They just ask if someone else can do it. And to some degree, uh, and this is something that I do nowadays, uh, is just play stupid to a lot of things. I know how to fix a printer and everything like that. Those are all minor things, but I don't fix the printer anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and now it might seem minor, but if I fix it once, I'm the guy that yeah, everyone else goes, Hey, can you fix the printer? It's broken again. Not my job. Yep.
0: Well, now that me and you are uh, back in touch, Chris, you can be one of my connections now.
1: Oh, yeah, man. I'll, <laughs> I'll get you out. Like I told you, I'm already getting going to reach out to a couple uh Uh, the Mike, Mike guy that I know on podcasting type of stuff, I think you would work well with him because he does a travel transport type of thing. It's all about Jersey type of stuff. One thing he misses is missing is I think a lot more of the digital aspect. He's pretty good. Uh, he does, uh, a LinkedIn, He has a LinkedIn channel and he's pretty good in that way. So he is good at the business aspect of it. Okay. Putting together a business, uh, a podcasting business type of thing, going out, traveling, doing the podcast and having that communication with business owners. That is what he is doing essentially. But like, I am not seeing him on TikTok. I am not seeing him on YouTube. I'm not seeing him in any video, video things that I'm seeing in, where he, in platforms that he should be on. Because sure. I know he does video. So where are you putting it? Yeah. If I'm not seeing it anywhere other than LinkedIn and I follow you on Instagram and I follow you on these other things, why am I not seeing it in reels? Why am I not seeing yeah. it over here? Man? Yeah. Like, so, so it's those type of scenarios where I think a lot of times the best type of s- situations for people in this industry is to be a team of people that is those type of things where it's just like, see what your strengths are, see where your weaknesses are, find someone that has your weakness or uh, as, whose strengths are your weaknesses yeah, and team up those are the best ones to get into because it's like this industry doesn't work as a solo person. No one's that good. Nope. I bet I bet you if you ask Howard Stern how to put this system together, he wouldn't know. But why does he need to know? He's got five people in his crew that do this.
0: He's got 60 people. On He's, his got, crew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's
1: got a whole wing of the building type <laughs> yeah. of thing. It's serious, right? Like So it's like he doesn't need to know how to do this, but that's that thing. His need, need to know it is why he doesn't know it because he doesn't need to. Yeah. And it's those type of things where it's just like, look, if you're that one person that can do one thing for him, that no one else can do, then he needs you. For sure. So those are those type of levels where it's just like build that team, man. Build your network just like this. Like this is the start of the building of network type of thing. You're already working with Smokey type of thing. Like these (laughs) are those networks where it's just like this is what you need to do. This is what you get involved with. And it's not going to – again, it's not going to be tomorrow. You're not going to get a job tomorrow type of thing. Oh, yeah. But – People retire, people leave, people get fired type of thing. Who yeah. am I filling this position with? And if you're the first dial on that call, because they're like, Hey, we know you can do this. That's your opportunity right there. It's, it's, it'll come knocking. you just don't know when.
0: Yeah. Chris, you're like very like philosophical. I feel like very
1: motivating. Oh. <laughs> very <laughs> thank moti- you. Thank very you. <laughs> <motivating>. <laughs> uh, Saturday
0: night smoke. Any, uh, any, got any more questions?
2: Uh, I guess just one other thing. because um... It kind of ties into uh, that guy you've been calling Frankie D. I've I've noticed like a lot of not maybe not a lot but I noticed that some people are leaving like radio terrestrial yeah, who, radio who, wait, or even wait, who have serious. I been calling the uh, the undefeated guy uh, media uh, okay um, there
0: there's a there's it, a guy it, it, in New Jersey that owns us a, a, a like a social media company he's got his own podcast studio and okay. stuff. A terrible business guy. Uh, you know, I've emailed him, like, professionally multiple times. So, finally, I got tired of it. I just called him right on air one day, and he was so uncomfortable. Oh, like, yeah.
2: So, any... Frank, Frankie's Frank, so bad, he can't even get businesses to answer his call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, sorry. Um, keep
0: keep but, going, Smoke. But,
2: yeah. So, these guys are, like, leaving radio, and they're forming their own, like, production companies, media companies, where it looks like they're, you know basically saying hey come bring your podcast we'll we'll create great work with you to create it and market it and all that other stuff but what are you seeing that what are you what are your thoughts on on that is that like a trend that uh,
1: that's something yeah, it's, that
2: can be taken yeah, I advantage mean, of
1: I, I it's definitely something that I've seen a lot of and I know probably off the top of my head about 12 different people that work in the industry that have a started their own podcast uh, studio for rent type of thing. And they thought like other businesses would get into this. And that's, that's the type of scenario where I think uh, they're missing the mark of who their audience is. I don't think business owners necessarily, they don't, it's not that they don't want the marketing. um, They just don't understand the podcast world and I think with podcasting a lot of the people that got into that that have those big shows when we talk about like the big names in the industry you can kind of break them down into pretty simple categories of like sports talk comedy talk um maybe like philosophy talk type of thing like I'm just thinking of like the ones that I listen to like they're very entertainment based or something along the lines where the dollar amount doesn't have a direct one to one of people coming over and even the industries that uh, do buy commercial spots on them let's say like uh like we used to get i'm trying to think like we had a lot of a lot of medical cannabis stuff because they they aren't allowed to market themselves on other locations uh, so we'd get alcohol uh blue chew was a big one uh with them um and and i think we see the same thing in like youtube you see certain industries where it's just like uh it just works over in that format because in most cases they're not allowed to advertise anywhere else right but a lot of uh, radio people like yeah they've definitely gone into opening up a podcast studio expecting someone to buy this um and not actually delivering on those customers it's just unused space And not to say, again, even going back to CTC, you can work at a zero model and still save. If you're saving, if you're working, if you open a business and you don't make any money, um, but the government is going to give you $10,000 at the end of the year to help suffice that loss, um, you just made $10,000. Like, you can still look at it in that way where it's just like, just because the business didn't make money, you could still make money essentially with these type of things so I don't know if necessarily all of that I don't think anyone goes into an individual business in that thinking like it it, it's probably like a a scam that someone better at math could probably do it and be like well yeah yeah, you only get that for the first three years of a business or whatever the case may be Um, so it's like I don't know all those specifics on that end but those are those types of levels where I've known so many people that go into it because they already have that equipment. So at least getting certain things don't need to be uh, a high cost of jumping into the industry. And I just don't know if they know the audience that they want to. The other part is the passion, Kind of again, kind of comes back to the passion of it, is a lot of them, even the biggest ones, don't take off for like three or four years in. So like, when you're talking about like specifically podcasting, like we're talking about like you know now, Joe Rogan is the biggest show, but he talks about how many years he was doing that in the '90s, and the term podcasting didn't necessarily even exist, but he was doing it. Uh, one of the other guys that I listened to. Um, he was doing it. He, he does the podcast stuff now where he kind of fell into the dating stuff, but he talks about like when he was doing something similar, he would go basically just kind of look up information. Like someone would say that here's a problem I have. Oh, so here's some things. And they would read up the articles and they would literally just record themselves Doing this one on one type of scenario, maybe get an interview with someone in the industry type of thing. And he was just recording that to a CD that he would burn and physically give to someone else. So he wasn't even mass distributing it. He was just one the one the one distributing things. And yeah. so, but that was the start of it, the development of these type of scenarios. And so I think a lot of the times the people that got into it, if it doesn't take off within the first couple of years, they kind of give up on it, but they give up at a point where they're not seeing that that's the growth point, And they're not realizing that there was a missing part that that was filling. There was something that you were filling and that's why it all started because that's why you always start something. It's like, okay, well, I see that there's a need for this. Why is no one filling it? And then you become that person filling it. Yeah. And, but then you know, you don't want to be that person. If you, if you quit too early, you don't know if you're Coca-Cola or you're Pepsi. Those two are two big industries that, or two big companies that exist in the same field. They sell the same product. Yeah. But, like, you, you they never knew about each other because at that time, you know, 120 years ago, you didn't know about, like, uh, different companies necessarily that way. But And they merged and met in the middle type of thing. But those were those type of things where it's like... You don't know if someone else is doing, there's pro- and in the podcast, well, there's probably 10,000 other people doing the exact same thing to some degree. Mm-hmm. But again, if you last the longest and you become the only one in five years doing it, now everyone that was uh, on advertising with all the other ones, and maybe it was just small little amounts of dollars here and there, are all coming to you. That's when the money actually starts to come in. So unfortunately, with a lot of things, you got to actually spend the time and Take that effort, but uh, it's it's it can be a long track unless you're doing something totally out of the box. Unless you're networking, you got to get out there again, man. Get that business card, get a QR code. A QR code sends them right to the show. Just be like like all that type of stuff. Like get it. Like oh, you want to listen to me? Listen here. Like boom, and they're they're listening in two seconds. That's all tracking and metrics for you to track type of thing that are going to be great. And those are those type of levels where it's just like you got to stick with it. Um, it's going to be hard. I will say like, uh, working in radio over 12 years on air type of thing. Um, you get a death in the family. You're not going to feel excited. You're not going to sound excited, but you might still have to do a show that week. That is going to be rough. And I think nowadays that's, uh, uh, that you can do that. And explain to people that like, hey, man, you know, I got a death in the family. We're going to do the show or maybe hey, I've got to cancel this week. You had a medical thing. You had to cancel type of thing. Like Mm -hmm. all those type of things are better understood nowadays. But when I was in it type of thing, like if I took a week off, I might not have the job the next week type of thing. So it's like sometimes you had to make sacrifices sometimes for yourself or other people type of thing. Like you never know who it's going to affect in that regard. So just keep always that in mind, like type of thing, like keep pursuing it. But like the more connection, I think one of the best things about the podcast world is you're more connected to the jocks and DJs than you were of the jocks and DJs of the past. Yeah. Like I was saying like earlier, where it's just like you only knew the jocks and DJs in your area to some minor celebrity status type of thing. But you go two towns over. You don't know who the hell that is type of thing. Yeah. In the podcast world, it is very niche and you're going to have your audience that's there that passionately knows you. Let them into that world. What are you actually doing? What is your daily basis look like? These are the, the reason they're listening to you, the reason you have friends and you listen to any of your friends type of thing is because you're curious what they're doing in their world, yeah. how they got to that position, what they're doing next, what are they doing growing, What's what are things that they're like, hey, don't waste your time with this. Like Those are all steps that are huge for you, especially in this type of thing. Like, as much as you saw like uh, on the AM stuff, like you know now a hundred things not to do yeah. because it's going to make a radio show suck. Yeah. So you know what not to do, but do you know what to do? What is that next step? What are the ones that you successfully see working time and time again? What are those? Break those down. Make that your story type of thing. That's your Bible right there. That's the thing you got to follow on a daily basis to actually pursue with. And then I'd actually probably write a book about that because I would love to read that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs>
0: Um uh, So, uh, S- smoke. We're gonna be closing well, up in a I, few minutes. Uh, yeah, know, any anything else?
2: Yeah, no. I, I love listening to that. That was that was great. Yeah, um, C- Chris I has hope you're a gonna lot put of this out here. Somewhere. Oh, absolutely! I hope you're gonna put this out somewhere because I did miss like the first twenty minutes. So, oh um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you'll put it out somewhere. Yeah, well. um, but yeah, no, it was great. Uh, great show. Uh, you guys enjoy the rest of the weekend, and uh, I'll leave you with this. You were talking about, you know. Uh, people are listening and care about your personal life, whatever. I went out and bought a radon uh, <laughs> monitor because of Frankie D. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'll talk to you guys later.
0: Okay. Take care, Smoke. All right, peace. Oh, man. See <clears throat> off? Oh, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> there we go. All right. They don't uh,
1: say goodbye anymore in this world. <laughs> yeah. It's just oh, Irish goodbye on the phone.
0: Yeah. I don't even know what's going on with the phone today. It usually makes a little noise there. And then when someone calls in, the whole screen lights. I don't even know what's going on with, yeah, these right. with the phone today. But, uh, Chris, I got to start cleaning up because I, yeah, I told the guy I'd be out. So uh, I appreciate you coming on. I feel like I had a bunch of stuff written down, but we we got so into conversation on our, my, our first topic set. We just went with the radio stuff mostly today.
1: I ramble. I'm sorry
0: about that. It was was a very good conversation. I enjoyed it all. Thank you for having me, man. It was a lot of fun. Let's see. I'm going to leave you with uh, one last question. Yeah, what you got? You call it pork roll or Taylor Ham?
1: Oh, we're in that thing. Oh, did you see the post earlier today? It's uh, it's I, it's Taylor Swift or Taylor Ham in New Jersey now. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, for the Super Bowl. See, that's the world we live in, right? No, nah, no. Nah. I've always joked and said, uh, I don't call it either one of those. I just call it Canadian bacon, and I let everyone else simmer in anger. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like that face that you just said right there. <laughs> oh, man. Well, they're, they're
0: completely... I, I do find it funny, the Jersey people, that they're like, I'm... I'm I'm not getting into that debate, and they're like they do just change it. Like I, I know people that are like, I'll just call it meat. Like I just call it meat, and it's, I'm like,
1: it's spam in a in a roll as opposed to a can. Like that's all you've done like th- with that stuff. New Jersey has six quadrants in my book. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't sit there with the south north uh, quadrant type of stuff. It's like I do. It's north south. It's north, central, south, and then split it east and west because you go out to Sussex County and you go out to Bergen County that are both in New oh, Jersey, yeah, they're different. not the same thing. I can go hunting out in one area, and if I walk around with a gun, I am getting called on by every Karen in the world type of thing. Like, the, same thing in the South Jersey type of stuff. Oh, I can yeah. go hunt a boar down in South Jersey That's out true. in Gloucester, but if I'm over in uh, Atlantic County type of thing, like, yeah. you're on the beach and everything, you're vibing, like, the, the different levels, different vibes, man. Completely. Different cities, different... Different teams, different meets, whatever the case may be. So
0: completely. All right. Well, uh, I'm you know I'm glad we uh, got that uh, talked about. I can't talk to a Jersey guy and not uh, <laughs> you know mention the poor roll, Taylor ham debate. All right, Chris. Well, I appreciate you coming on. We'll have to do this again someday. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed having you on very much. It was good catching up with you. You were my. Uh, you know my intro. Well, besides my high school radio show and stuff, but like you were like my introduction into like the professional okay radio world. I did try to get one of the other. Not that I really kept in touch with her much, but we're like we we had each other's numbers from uh, back in the day, and yeah. I, I still have her on Snapchat. I tried to get her to call in today, be like, "Hey, Chris, she didn't answer, so she could get one of those." <laughs> But uh, yeah, all right. So uh, we're going to be closing up. You want to do some plugs before we get off?
1: Uh, Nothing crazy, man, but thanks uh, for having me. And uh, yeah, man, let's do it again. Let's uh, set something up. All
0: right. Sounds good. All right. So for anyone that is uh, for everyone listening right now, if you want to follow the Frankie D show, it's at the Frankie D show on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to listen to the show live, um, it's get the live three, six, five app type in FDRS. That's the name of my radio station. I'm live every Friday from three to 5. PM. And yeah, been putting uh the shows out as podcasts so just look up the frankie d show anywhere you get your podcasts uh and then chris it's up to you if you want to uh say your your instagram or twitter again if you don't we'll just be getting out of here
1: Uh see more evil on insta snap tiktok all those boys
0: all right all righty then everyone uh i'm out of here i appreciate you all listening and i will catch you next week all right peace